We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 31 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. How's boat life? Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Drop Anchor Podcast. <laughs> of Life on a Boat. Uh, I was just, you know, life on a boat. Oh. Hey Josh, how's boat life? <laughs> How is boat life? <laughs> so we've noticed kind of an, and I suppose it's not unexpected, but one odd consequence of us living on a boat and people knowing that we live on a boat is rather than the kind of surfacey, hey, how are you doing? We hear the equally surfacey, how's boat life? See, I don't know if I was going to say it that way. (laughs) I was just going to, okay, the other night we were talking, we were talking, (laughs) we were talking and I just happened to mention to you that I had sort of caught on to this theme I had going. Okay. Which is, you know, run into somebody and the first thing they ask is, hey, how's boat life? And I just got to thinking, what were people asking me before we lived on a boat? <laughs> well, they, they were just asking, hey, how's it going? Or Right, like, how, how how's are life? you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? Right. No, no one said, how's life? I think they just were like, how are you kind of thing. Like, a, just a, how are you? Yeah. Do you know what the number one answer to that is in out like out in the public? It's living the dream. Did you know that? When people say, hey, how's life? Or I've know, never had anyone say that to I me. I hear it all the time. I've never had anyone say that to me. Maybe it's a corporate thing. I don't know. Because like, I work in offices sometimes. I, I and that's living people. the dream? No, I think that's... See, that's the weird that's thing. The like, irony? It's kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of an ironic answer because we're living the dream we, <laughs> right and i never so, say living the and dream. we never give that as an answer <laughs> good is what we say right um yeah so when people do say how's boat life there and again we talked about this a little bit there's a part of me that wonders are they genuinely curious about how boat life is and i could be snarky i could be like hey <laughs> listen to the podcast um <laughs> but uh i never thought about that one <laughs> The, the other part of me wonders if it is just the equivalent of, hey, how are you doing, in that sort of surfacey, small talk See, sort of See, I don't know way. if it's surfacey. But they know we live on a boat. Because it just is, it's almost like a reminder to us that they know us. Like, well, we're not yeah, just a stranger. If we were, they'd be doing the, you know, uh, if I get groceries, someone's like, oh, how are you doing today? As I'm checking out. Uh... But the person taking my, you know... Scanning my groceries doesn't say, how's boat life? I only get that from people who know us. So that makes it not surfacey. It's just funny because it's the thing that we are. I attach the, we live on a boat more to us now because people ask me every day. Right. It kind of is like, huh, Hmm. I kind of forgot that I live on a boat (laughs) because it's just my home. But I'm reminded as I run into someone that I know. Yeah. And that's what they ask. Hey, how's boat life? You know, I think that it's possible that I 
there's more times that I encounter sort of acquaintances in my daily life than you do. Huh. So, like, I go to work, for example, and I run into people <laughs> oh. that... Oh. No, no. <laughs> I guess we haven't announced that I quit my job. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> this was not a dig at that. I think that most people who work in any kind of corporate environment, and even though, you know, I, I work remotely, so I'm not in the corporate building that often, but when I am, there's a lot of people there that are... They're more acquaintance and coworkers than they are friends. Like I have some friends that I would, you know, I, I talk to on a more regular basis. Um, but I think most people in a, in a job setting have a lot of just, they're just coworkers. And so that's the situation where someone says, hey, how's it going? And you're in an elevator together. And then you're wondering, do I, do I answer? <laughs> do, do, do I give a real answer and explain how my no, week I, went? Or... Well, right. I feel like every single time I pause for a second because I'm, I am really thinking like, do I say how we're doing or is it just a, because the person checking you out in the grocery store does not care. Well, first of all, they're not checking me out. <laughs> That's right. They're checking out your groceries. Well, nice. That was a weird. Melons. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Moving on and awkward. Um, mm. No, I guess, I mean. It makes me stop and think because, you know, when everyone's like, hey, how are you? I mean, we just all do it. We're like, oh, good. How are you? Mm, no, living the dream is. Uh, okay, is... fine. <laughs> Let's just say there's a generic answer. Okay, right, right, right. But since living on a boat is new, having someone ask, you know, how's boat life? I really do have to pause because I have to think. Yeah, it's kind of a new question, right? Well, right. And, and it's kind of like they're just asking how I'm doing, though, right? Which so then it's just good. We're good. Yeah. They're not actually waiting for me to give a five-minute speech on how the poop tank is full and we ran out of water and I tripped the breaker like four times this morning blow-drying my hair. <laughs> That's not what they're looking for. Right, right. So, right? So here's here's a funny thing. Between you and I, I'm the bigger storyteller, right? Like if, we, if you and I, well, let me rephrase that. When I we're don't know. together. The podcast is a lot of my stories. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of weird, actually. But when you and I are together in most social settings, it's me doing most of the talking. I'm introverted? Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that mm -hmm. the right word? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like parties. Right. Or big um, crowds. Whereas I'm very comfortable in that setting. And I, I, there might be a part of me that wonders when someone asks, how's boat life? If it's just a superficial, how's, you know, how are you doing kind of question. But there's another part of me that's like, oh, this is another opportunity for me to tell a story. And so hmm. I do. So my answer is often, it is awesome. And like, I just start going into, you know, what it's like. And I actually have to filter a little bit because I think I've told the same story to some of the same people and they're going to figure out that they should stop asking that question. <laughs> I would say that that's probably true. <laughs> uh. Whereas I'm comfortable telling you, like, no, no, you've told me that already. Right. <laughs> I mean, I tell you stuff, but I feel like this is probably a good opportunity to say, if you meet me in public and I seem unfriendly, it's because I'm just antisocial. <laughs> oh, you're not antisocial. Well, I can sometimes come across as, I think my mom and you sometimes say, like, snobby. Yeah, you kind of have your eyebrows furled sometimes. So does my my sister and I are um, very quiet in big social settings, and we tend to furrow our eyebrows mm -hmm. 
because we're kind of thinking and taking it all in. And, and it just looks like you're glaring and at everyone. And it looks like we are like better than everybody and angry. Right, right. But we're not. And we're super like self-conscious and quiet and just trying to take it all in. But we have very expressive eyebrows, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're very cute. Yours, not your sister's. I mean, your sister's probably are too, but I'm, I'm talking about you. Pretty sure you and my brother-in-law don't want to admit it. We just look identical. So, <laughs> you know, enough people have said that. We always get told we look like twins. It's, it's funny because early on, you would always, not that you'd be offended, but you were always confused by that. And you'd say, no, I no, we don't. We certainly don't. And I would always make the argument, there's enough people who say that you do, that you guys look a lot alike, that clearly you must. But I'm also on the side of people like you who don't think you guys look that much alike. So it's kind of kind of weird. I can't, I can't sit on both sides but, of that argument, obviously. Do you think that after being married as long as we have, I know you see the difference more now than you did. Would you have said we were more I've similar? I've never thought that you guys looked alike. Me hmm. personally. Hmm. Um, it might, there might be something to the fact that when I first met you, your sister had really weird hair. Weird hair. Really short hair with bangs. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelsey. Uh-huh. I love you, but I, I, your, your hair looked really goofy I, back then. Yeah, I can't remember what her haircut was. Oh, because mine was short. She cut her short. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, but yours looked really nice. Well, <laughs> you know, all this to say, I'm really glad that you're into me and not my sister. Otherwise, this would be a very different podcast. Right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so how's boat life? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's good it's really good it is so we, we had oh sorry so we had some weather recently um nothing major but we had snow yeah the tv news people made it seem like it was going to be so much more than it was yeah we were supposed to have another snow apocalypse, and not everyone knows this so here in washington i think that this area doesn't typically get a lot of snow but right. for the last three years, we've had a ton of snow. So it's weird to say we don't often get a lot of snow. It does snow. When the girls were little, I have pictures. It snowed on April 1st when the girls were little. Yeah, but that was a freak weather occurrence, right? That was weird. Mm, I think that we could go a couple years without snow and then it would snow, if that's what you mean. Well, growing up, we had always kind of talked about snow being a once every seven years kind of thing that's, oh really that's actually yeah yeah where like now maybe you get a light dusting but a foot of snow was unheard of except maybe once every seven years there was a really big snowstorm the year we moved so 2009 they got hit really hard okay so jill can correct me if i'm wrong because i'm just going off of what <laughs> i know that they did they built a really big snowman right so i can picture that but um so sure, over maybe the last 10 years, there's been more snow than when you were a kid? Yeah, maybe. Well, at least the last three years has been a foot of snow at minimum each winter. This year, not so much. Yeah, this has been a lot um, milder. Right. Winter. At least down in Olympia. Up north, Bothell, Seattle area, they got more snow than Port Angeles got hit really hard. Yeah, Port Angeles got crushed with snow. Yeah, where we did last year. No, but it... <laughs> It always surprises me. So we did get snow this last week, and the kids did not have school on Tuesday, which for this Montana girl, 
I am always in awe. Yeah, of. that's pretty weird. It is kind <laughs> so of crazy. Hearing, hearing your stories about what it would take to cancel school. Um, yeah, it's, no, it's no, kind no. of laughable. Yeah, you guys didn't get school we canceled for this sort of thing. We didn't get school canceled. I right. mean, there could pretty much, I think, be a blizzard. Now, again, when I was little, Montana didn't get hit as often as I think it does today. Hmm. I think they get more. Uh, last year, I think my grandpa said they broke records of how long snow was on the ground. Like, without melting. Okay. Uh, but I did learn to drive in it. Drove in it. But as a kid, going to elementary school, so Little Tyke, I still went, you know, no matter what. And even, in, I mean, I was telling the girls, I went out to recess. In the snow, yeah. In the snow. What's the worst, or I guess best, I don't know, what's the most amount of snow or cold that you recall when you were well, a kid? Well, we had to go out to recess until it hit 18 below wind chill factor. Then we stayed okay. inside. And I explained to the girls, um, I think they've seen it on movies and stuff, but, you know, I had to be in full snow gear to go outside. So okay. <laughs> you got your clothes on. Now put on your snow pants, your coat, your hats, your mittens, and your snow boots. Put regular shoes in your backpack. Mm. So when you get to school, <laughs> you can there's, change out of all that. <laughs> well, there's a section of the classroom. You'd go straight to this back section that was kind of, blocked off from the rest of the classroom. Okay. And then you would begin to take all of these things off. Now, how they thought first graders could do this in a timely, organized <laughs> manner, I, I don't know. And so then I remember the worst feeling is when you're taking off your wet, heavy, full of snow, snow boot, and your snow pants got snow stuck in them. So snow's falling onto the tile floor. And now you're supposed uh... to somehow put on your dry shoe. It doesn't happen. Oh. You end up stepping in snow in yeah. your sock and then still having to put on your shoe. <laughs> oh. So then for recess, the kids all have to put all that gear back on to go out for recess and then come back in, take it all off. And then the worst is lunch because you've got to put all that stuff on to go to lunch. And you're sitting eating lunch sweating because you have recess after lunch. Oh. So you'd be sitting there just hot <laughs> just and dying, dying dropping your gloves. <laughs> and then, you you know, you get outside and you'd be missing a glove. Lost and found was your best friend because now you got to go find missing things because you have to sit in the lunchroom holding on to hats and mittens and your lunch. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So everyone that's in the Midwest understands what I'm saying. <laughs> 18 below. Um, wind chill factor, With wind though. chill, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. So I was telling the girls, when I was in sixth grade, my friend Tanya and I, we thought we were super clever and decided that body heat is probably the best bet to keep each other warm. So why wouldn't we unzip our coats and zip our coats together? So we must have had the same brand coat then, same size zipper, right? I don't know. I think they're mostly just universal because we didn't have the same coat. They're well, well, I we mean, didn't. they're certainly not universal, but yeah, okay, so perhaps. <laughs> Enough to zip it <laughs> right, together. Right. <laughs> I don't think we broke our coat. <laughs> but we zipped them together, and then you'd pull the sleeves in, and then we'd tuck the hoods in, and then we'd sit on the ground and bring our legs in and, like, be <laughs> you just. just made a little tent out of your two yeah. coats, basically. And we thought we were so clever. It was very warm. We would just talk. Um <laughs> By sixth grade, you're not really, like, wanting to run around in the playground and play on anything, especially because... Everything you touch, I mean, the swings, the monkey bars. I mean, you don't play with anything. I don't know why you go out for recess. It's kind of weird. Like, 
Why couldn't you just go to the gymnasium and play? Um, you mean because it was too cold or just because you didn't like touching things? I'm, I'm not sure what you're saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you just described is like, there's metal, ew, there's swings, ew. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. I didn't get outside much when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you are saying it was gross. I also didn't play in mud. <laughs> I didn't like getting dirty. Okay. Anyway, but a teacher made us stop doing that and said it was inappropriate. And we didn't understand why it was inappropriate. Hmm. We just thought, why isn't everyone doing this? Like, we're warm, we're visiting. You're making us be outside. We weren't even allowed to sit against the wall like of the building because they wanted us to run around and play in the freezing play freezing cold but montana's very windy so there's this freezing cold wind that would come through so you'd kind of find shelter so then you'd have to take turns and like watch for the playground aid and there'd maybe a bush you could hide next to take turns <laughs> Just hiding. out of the wind yeah wow that's cold so as so that's for temperature but as far as like what's your memory of the most amount of snow I've seen pictures and videos of snow drifts that are like five and six feet tall. Yeah, Did you ever experience that? I don't think so. Okay. I, I remember just being frozen. I mean, I could spend hours. The one thing I did do outside is slide around on like frozen seats or seats, <laughs> frozen streets. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, like, like pretending like you're ice skating basically. Yeah. Mm. So it was cold, but I don't remember there being like so much snow. I know we've seen that in the news lately that there's places, someplace got like 12 feet or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't even so, imagine what that's Right. Like. I don't think we ever got that much. Hmm. And my cousins lived in Minnesota, so they had frozen lakes everywhere. And I always felt like when we'd go visit them, it'd be like, wow, you guys have it. It's cold here. <laughs> so hmm. I think there are colder places than Billings, Montana. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But it's always funny because moving along, we lived here. Our kids don't go to school and it snows. And then our kids, when we moved to California... They don't go outside for recess if it rains. It's because everything's going to get way too muddy, I think. It's still always like... Yeah, they had rainy day schedule. Mm -hmm. um, but that was not about not going to school. That was about not playing outside, right? So it's right, slightly I'm, different. Right, right, I'm just talking about recess. Right. It was still like the girls would come home and be mad because they'd say, we can go outside for recess because it was raining. Well, they would have that. And then during the summers, they'd have pollution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yes. Pollution days. They do have pollution days. It was days. too polluted to play outside, which which was pretty bad. I mean, that's kind of a sad state of affairs, actually. Yeah. yeah. Central Valley, California. Yep. Um, When I was hmm, second grade, maybe the first grade. I think it was in the first grade. I lived in Germany. Mm -hmm. And I don't recall Germany being particularly cold in the winter where I was. I think we were in Bamberg, Germany, somewhere near a military base. My dad was in the army. That's weird because I feel like you always think of Germany as being cold. Um, well, it, it might be, but I don't. I guess what I'm, I'm going back into my memory banks, and it I don't remember being terribly cold, and I don't remember there being a ton of snow. But one of my first memories of snow happened there. And I was in, again, first grade, I think. And I don't remember what the circumstances were. And I think maybe my mom can let me know uh, when she listens to this. There was a friend that I had in class, uh, a little girl. And so, you know, I say little because we were all little. And I don't know why she was over at our apartment. But I guess my mom was probably babysitting or something. And we ended up walking her home. 
And so part of my memory is really noticing the snow on the ground, noticing how sparkly the ground was. Hmm. And it's maybe more frozen than snowy? Um both. I mean there was snow. And you know, we're we're walking through and it's nighttime and so the street lights are kind of illuminating everything and it's such a beautiful memory in my head. And the thing to really top it all off, I kid you not, I'm not making this up. This girl's name was Crystal Frost. That was her actual name. <laughs> so I have this memory in my head and there are sometimes I wonder, am I making this up? But no, this was this was a real person. This is a real memory of mine. And that was my first snowy memory. So it's, it's all kind of magical, actually. Well, then you guys moved here, right? After Germany? Uh, we moved to Stillicum. Right. I guess I mean Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved to Washington. But uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of fun. As far as memories of having to come in. So I, Germany must have been cold enough because I do remember big snow parkas and having to take off boots and stuff. Because what you're describing as that sort of side room where everyone hangs up their winter clothes. Yeah. I had one in my class too. Yeah. And my big memory of that <laughs> has nothing to do with the snow. You didn't have wet socks. Um, I don't remember that in particular. I feel like it's child cruelty. To make kids sit around in socks? No, wet, this is actually this is actually a story of child cruelty here. Oh, <laughs> worse than mine. Okay. So every day for school, um, I had a little thermos that I would fill, not fill, but I have like two spoons full of Tang powder. <laughs> Should we explain Tang to all the kids? Um, it's powdered tangerine juice i guess it's like science uh astronaut juice they still sell it right yeah oh yeah i love it um i haven't had it in years but... i would say i've never bought you tang i know <laughs> therefore i've not had any tang <laughs> in a long time anyhow um i brought tang to school every day but i would you know just two scoops and then i would fill up my water bottle or my thermos i guess with water and shake it all up and then i'd have my tang for lunch and it was orange. It's, it's, that's a very poor, important part of the story. Tang is orange colored. Well, one day, uh, we're all sitting down in class, and the teacher had gone back into that little area where you hang your, your snow parkas and your cold clothes and comes out yelling, saying someone spilled uh, Kool-Aid all over the floor, and someone needed to fess up and come clean it. And right away, some kid pipes up, Josh brings Kool-Aid to school? And I thought, no, I, no, I don't. I don't bring Kool-Aid. It's Tang, people. Get it's it right. It's Tang. Well, in, in my defense, it was also, the, the liquid on the ground was pink. Like, it, someone did bring Kool-Aid and did spill Kool-Aid. Maybe and it that wasn't kid me. was colorblind. Uh, <laughs> Have some grace. Uh, no, listen, I'm having grace. Oh, what okay. happened to me okay, was I'm sorry. the teacher, hearing this and then hearing my, my response, assumed that I was lying. Assume that it had to have been me because I'm the only one who anyone knew brought a colorful beverage to school, I guess, and literally grabbed me. Grab by... that American boy in his tang and make him clean it up. Right? You're in Germany. I was on a U.S. military base, so we were all American kids. Just just, just oh, so that's you know. so funny. Like, I pictured you in some <laughs> German class and, like, this German teacher, like, oh, oh that's not German. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear your German accent, Kendra. I mean, you're three quarters German. You're three quarters German, so go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm go trying ahead, to think. Of, I, 
trying to think of my dad in my head to try like muster up something. <laughs> no, I can't. It's You're not, not going to do it's it. It's not huh? going to come out right. Yeah, it's going to come out as good as. <laughs> I'm not good at voices. Okay. So this teacher, uh, not a German. I teacher. got that now. <laughs> But do you see how that changes the whole story? I'm (laughs) thinking, well, of course they picked you. I did say my dad was in the army. Sure, but I've never been in the army. I wasn't thinking that. Oh, you think they picked me because I was the only American boy? Yes. (laughs) Interesting. Plus you're Asian. Like maybe there was like. I look like every other kid there. There was some racism. No, it wasn't that. Anyhow, so the teacher comes. Not a German teacher. Not a German teacher. Literally grabbed me by my ear dragged me up out of my seat and pulled me into that coat closet uh, area and made me clean the floor. And I was so angry. I don't think that in life I've ever been that angry. I know. You don't like to be wronged or told. Yeah, to be accused of, of, of doing something that I didn't do. That really struck a nerve with me. And I would have become like Detective Josh and gone through people's things or like questioned people for weeks until i found the pink kool-aid kid um yeah i wasn't that smart um i was oh. just I, I was just angry <laughs> i'm and that I... smart <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have been mad i would just been like i'm gonna solve this first grade nancy drew yeah no i uh i was, was just very really... popular then <laughs> uh, yeah um i was just really angry and i think i think i just it was just seethed in anger for the rest of the school year at this teacher who uh refused to believe me i was so so hurt Hmm. that's why charlie's my kid not yours why because she's both of our kids but what do you mean but i mean she would think the same way i do which is oh she'd go out of her way to figure out right like just just get over it and let's figure out who it is and then deal with it accordingly how we need to (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well that's my germany story uh accompanied with the snow story and this random girl named crystal frost the two stories are not not related related. at all no except there's the closet where you hang up your parkas but that has nothing to do with crystal (laughs) so we didn't get a lot of snow so we don't have like a huge snow story to tell no but they it it is weird they canceled school Um, well so around here yeah if the streets freeze, we, and the reason is they don't have the proper equipment. Now you would think after all these years, um, they would start to buy up the proper <laughs> equipment, but they don't. So we end up not having enough streets that are drivable. Mm. So then kids can't go to school. And there was really not a lot of snow on the ground. Right. Um, in fact, the day ended up kind of turning into a sunny day and I took the girls to the mall just to get them out of the, my, you know, off the boat. One thing about Washington, and I don't know how, I don't know if, if if Oregon's the same way, but they don't salt the roads here. And that might make a difference as well. They throw sand on the roads, right. but they do not salt the roads at all here. Well, maybe they should. Um, because do you know what the consequence is of our kids not going to school? <laughs> yeah, they end up having another day of school tacked on to the end of the school year. So last year we went to school until like the 21st because of snowmageddon or what so, do they call it? So the uh, snowmageddon. The going going to school until the 21st only makes sense if people know when they normally would have gotten out of school. Like the 10th or 11th or 12th or something. Okay, so they had an extra what 10 days? 
Right, because it like... But that wasn't because of snow, though. That was because of a teacher strike. Well, it was like we had a strike and then we had like five snow days. Mm. So we ended up ending on like a Monday, too. So we had to go two more weekends. Mm. Um, so it just really kills your summer. And anyone that comes, you know, decides to plan and decide to start their vacation right away and yeah, buy plane tickets yeah. and yeah. all that, it really screws things up. Yeah. So luckily, we're supposed to end on a Thursday this year. So it only pushes us to Friday. Right. But any more snow days ruins the next weekend. Right. It's hmm. another boat trip just gone. <laughs> so. Yeah. This year's snow wasn't too bad. And I don't know. Well, this year's not over. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if that was the last snowy day. You did mention that years ago we had a, a heavy snow in april so when we get snow that late in the year the thing about it is it doesn't drop the temperature doesn't drop that low yeah so it melts pretty quickly yeah right so it's not like they're canceling school because the streets are frozen do you remember why that particular day of snow was a real bummer for us though yeah our cherry tree had just like fully blossomed and so so full of blossoms we were expecting a ton of cherries And got, then we like, got nothing. I think we had like three Yeah, cherries. we had like a few. Yeah, that was a bummer. So <laughs> it was pretty sad. And that was like our last year in that house. So yeah. didn't get any cherries. So yeah, we might have some more frozen days. We might have some more snow this year. It's still early. Yeah. Who knows? Did we have anything else exciting? It was a three-day weekend. So we're podcasting late. Really um, late. Sorry, guys. Because the kids didn't have school today. So... Yeah, and I was out of town working. Right. I didn't have a three-day weekend. No, but we did. So. You guys went ice skating. Well, two of our kids. I don't love ice skating. (laughs) I love roller skating and rollerblading. Ice skating freaks me out. I am so terrified that a blade is going to cut one of my fingers off. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, has that happened? Are you aware of stories of that happening? No, but it's like... Why would anyone be like, let's go do this sport with knives on our feet? <laughs> They're not that sharp. I don't know. It looks terrifying. <laughs> cut, cut, slice. And you hear it like, I don't know, hit the ice. So Olympia has a uh, wintertime ice skating rink. And well, they you actually... should state that they've only done that now two years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, they, they just started. And I think this weekend was the last, or today actually was the today very last day of it. Today was the last day. So. Um, but they started it last year, as far as I know, as part of an experiment. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to have some entertainment in the winter for uh, for the folks here. And they thought, well, if this thing you know even breaks even um, in terms of ticket sales and the amount of time it takes to put it up, well, maybe it'll be worth it. And it was such a hit. Like, so much more than they thought it would be. I think they ended up extending how long that they had it up. Yeah, I think by three weeks. Yeah. It is, it's up longer than last year. Yep. And it was busy when we were there, so a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's a really cool thing. I didn't go ice skating uh, because I'm still a little nervous about my ankle. Mm. Although I, couldn't I, think, rem- I couldn't remember why you didn't. Somebody yeah, asked me. I did last year, um, but I was a little concerned about my ankle. And I know that the boots, if you strap them up really good, are supposed to provide a lot of support. But I just thought, you know, this would be a terrible reason to re-injure my um, recently He's lying. Upon... What? <laughs> he has mentioned so many times since January 1st about our medical deductible starting over. <laughs> so if he had skated, like, you know, December 28th, he probably would have done it. 
But after January 1st, Josh is now very cautious of doing anything because our deductible started over. Oh, uh. what it really means to get old. <laughs> Kids just don't think about that. Hmm. They don't care. True, true. <laughs> That's funny. I've heard you say it so many times. Hmm. Like you brought it up in conversation with other people. So Yeah, I suppose I do think about that. <laughs> huh. Hey, uh, did you see I posted it on my Instagram account, the electric surfboards that were like scooting around behind our boat today? What? Yeah, so I'll post it on the uh on the podcast account, but I was working because I was on a conference call, mm-hmm. and I hear a buzzing sound, and it sounded like a drone, like like someone's flying a drone around. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I look out, and there was literally a guy on a, I say surfboard, but it could, I mean, like it looks hoverboard? just like a, no, 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 like a wakeboard, um, but, but it was going fast enough where it, I forget what that's called, but it's got a propeller down underneath it, and so it lifts up off the water, but there's like a fin still going down into the water. Um, I forget what that's called, but anyhow, uh, really cool. And it's, it's kind of funny to me hmm. that you didn't see it. Um, well, I don't get on very long, like often. That doesn't make any sense. You post all the time. I don't actually. And I, I literally get on just to post. I don't look at other things. Huh. Hey, everyone. Kendra posts on Instagram, but doesn't look at Instagram. And Kendra and I are making a podcast, but she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really pissy. <laughs> Hence, you are busy. Hence, we said at the beginning, I, I, I kind of outed, I don't know, said it. I quit my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel more busy with teenagers than I ever did with toddlers. I can't catch my breath right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, we do find time to podcast, <laughs> but we would sit and talk like this if we weren't recording. So, we're just recording us talking. Right. That's different. So what kind of things have you been busy with uh, or busy doing with the kids? I've, I'm working just like normal. So I imagine that my life wouldn't, Yours, isn't more or right. less busy with the fact that we have kids. No. And when around. we talk about it and I say to you, cause we're both working, I need help because I'm drowning here in the kid department. They, it's, you know, mom, take me here. Mom, take me there. Mom, I need this. <laughs> mom, we need more groceries. I mean, that's just kind of what I hear all day. And, you know, you're our, I don't know what to call you, our major breadwinner? <laughs> Is that how you describe it? Well, I guess I'm the only breadwinner now. Well, you are. But I just mean, if we're looking at incomes, yours is the bigger income. Right. So I'm the one to step back. And I stepped back when we had babies as well. Yeah. It didn't work until our kids were all in school because we couldn't afford daycare and me working. So um, I didn't work when they were little. And so I'm back to not working. It was a really big decision. Um, I sat on that one for like three months debating because I thought, well, maybe it'll get easier when Hayden's driving. But she's really not taking to driving like I did. Mm. She's not eager to drive. She has her license. Right. But she doesn't really care if she drives. And half the time, I still do all the driving. That is kind of weird. She doesn't seem to have the desire to just go. Hmm. So... Um, legally she could, but also legally she hasn't driven enough for us to tell her she can drive alone. I feel like we both have agreed she hasn't had enough hours because she doesn't ask to drive very often. Right. Um, so anyway, Morgan, our middle, 
child is in the school play this year. Mm. So you're busy running around. No idea how much time that was going to take up. Yeah, it's play practice every single night. And then over this three-day weekend, she had play practice. Saturday and Monday. Saturday and Monday. Saturday was six hours. They had to, like, I had to drop her off a lunch because we didn't have time to pack a lunch. Right. um, Yeah, six hours. They're doing Mamma Mia, if anyone's interested. So she's very excited. (laughs) She's a freshman and super excited that it's her first year in high school. And she's really taken to the music and stage. So I'm really excited for her. And I don't want to tell our kids no because I have to work. Right. I want them to be able to do things. And I thought we could take this small sacrifice of me staying home for the bigger picture of them getting to do a few more things. And I'm not having to say no because you don't have a ride. Right. And right now we're out of district. So there's no buses. And so it's just me. The mom taxi. (laughs) I go through a tank of gas a week. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) A lot of driving. And right now it's her before christmas it was all three of them had something so right charlie was managing a basketball team for middle school yeah um hayden has been doing tutoring for math mm-hmm. what else was she i thought she was doing something else as well well she's done sailing oh that's right that's right um, she's off past, for winter but yeah uh, and she might go back to it her senior year she's done marching band things that require them to stay after school i've realized it's just it's very time consuming for me as a mom and there aren't very many jobs for me that i can say so I can work like nine to one. Because <laughs> right. then I'm the mom taxi again. Right. So That's what soccer moms are. I mean, that's where that whole term came from, right? Probably. Just running probably. around. I'm just, none of them play soccer, but yeah. Yeah, I guess that doesn't quite apply as I much. mean, I, I seriously want to, I wish I could charge a fee for the driving I do. There were times before Christmas that I was in my car for almost five hours straight. Just driving, kids. Just on. driving, because it's it's a good twenty minutes back and twenty minutes back and forth each way to the school. Yeah, and like Hayden would have to be here for sailing, but Morgan would have to be back at the school, and then Charlie'd be at the junior high. <laughs> right. So, and do you remember when uh, we had our kids were a little younger, and so we didn't actually have our kids hardly in anything, but we had uh, we had friends who had high school kids, and we always thought. Why are they always so busy? Like, they're oh. always so busy doing stuff. I know. I feel like I've had a couple younger moms at church be like, hey, you should come to this event. And I don't. And now you're the busy mom. And I feel like, <laughs> do you say it as a mom of teenagers? You know, when people really are asking how I'm doing, I want to just be like, these are the craziest years. But I'm also trying to soak in every single bit of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that now the end seems so near that they won't be asking me to drive them around. Right. It's another reason I quit my job is I want to be the one driving this them around. Time. Yeah. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> I do want to be there for every bit of this and right. every moment and, and all the stories that they tell. I, I want to be there for all of it. Yeah. So no, and I'm and I'm glad you're able to do that. I, no, I think we're really extremely blessed that I get to be. And right, right. You know, one of us can stay home. Yeah. So there are times where I wish it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of girl talk. It, but that yeah, that was gonna say. But I mean, this week it was uh, a lot of buying makeup uh-huh. uh, for the play uh-huh. because it was suggested that they provide some of their own because. Otherwise, it's sharing. Sharing makeup sometimes causes problems. Well, sharing mascara is a huge thing. Right. Like, like you know, you can get 
stuff from All that. All kinds of critters. So, uh, when Morgan brought it up, it was just something I hadn't thought about. And it's like, oh, shoot, yeah, we need to go buy you makeup. Well, that's a yeah. lot of shopping. I don't want to go makeup shopping. <laughs> and I don't want to go dress shopping. How about bra shopping? I don't want to go bra shopping. <laughs> so I don't know what i would we literally do, so go to the mall and you, you do. <laughs> don't even want to go to any of the stores we go and you're like nope not that one no not that one no it's not like that it's it's not <laughs> i'm not weirded out by it. like i have no problem walking through victoria's secret with you guys it's just it's a little boring and so i'd rather do anything else <laughs> you know oh, like we want to go to hollister we want to go to american eagle like um I, I, i'm just gonna follow you into the girls clothing department and do what i don't know it's a hard job because a lot of it is saying no. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy job. <laughs> no, it's like at the end of the day, I'm so exhausted. And I think that's the part I don't like. You get to say yes to more things because you don't go shopping with them and have to say no constantly. All I do is say no. <laughs> well, what kind of things do I say yes to? I don't know, but you don't say, no, you can't have those pants. Those are really expensive. No, you can't have no, another. But I do say that. I absolutely... Well, Here, no, no, no. Okay, you feel the same way. If they go to the mall with me, nothing gets bought. When was the last time <laughs> they went to the mall with you? Um, I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's my point. It's just I say no a lot. <laughs> so, Kendra. Yes. How's boat life? <laughs> it's good. It's real good. I like boat life. I like boat life. And I will continue to answer the same way. I just, I think it has, it'll just take some getting used to as a question, a a new question. Yeah. And I'll keep telling people the same dumb stories over and over again, because that's what I do. Because you don't remember or? Yep. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why you would do that. Nope. It's because I don't remember. I'm literally halfway into telling someone some story, wondering to myself, did I already tell them this and it's why don't you ask um why wouldn't you be like wait have have i told you no this i know i know why so this is kind of funny oh, we've gosh. told no no, no it, it's, it's kind of local to this podcast actually oh. there are times where i will catch myself and i'll say i think we talked about this before and that's what i might do but and i'll just interrupt myself in the middle of telling someone a story and then just keep telling them and say i might have told you this before but i won't ask them just like i'm not gonna ask our listeners, have I talked about this before? I'm just going to say I, I might have, and then I'll just keep going. So I don't like listening to stories over and over. I have told people, oh, yeah, you've told me that. <laughs> <laughs> just to get them to stop. <laughs> well, I don't want to hear it over and over all the time. So I feel like that's, especially if they're a friend, that's honesty. Yeah. Here's what I think. Or, you sub- or is like good manners, you just let so, them say it. That, that's <gasps> what I'm wondering. Either... Either people dig my stories and they want me to keep <laughs> telling them, or I didn't tell them before. You're not conceited at all. It's not about that. What? Who thinks it must be because my stories are so good? <laughs> well, it's like watching a movie and, you know, more than once. Never in my whole life have I thought that somebody telling me a story was like <laughs> watching a movie. It was that good. <laughs> well. You know, that, that can't entirely be Have I be knocked true. you down yet? No, no, listen. <laughs> so I've got a presentation tomorrow at work. Yes, I know. They love your presentations. See, see. It's and not the same when you're... No, no, listen, listen. 
There's a nope. segment of the presentation mm-hmm. that I'm being asked to do, and I did it two and a half years ago, and my boss's boss must have liked it enough that he asked if I can do it again on this meeting. It's not like he's... It's like watching a movie again. It's like, I want to watch that again. That's how I take it. After two and a half years, maybe to a different group of people is not the same thing we're talking about. But he's going to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought happen. you were sighing, but you were about to sneeze, and, and your sneeze didn't come out. Didn't happen. <laughs> I've been robbed. No, listen. Whoa. All right. Just because he says he wants to talk, he's telling you, I'd love this group of people to hear it for the very first time. It's a mix. So there's some people that have heard it before. They. But he's be- still trying to hit the people who haven't. Nah. You're conceited. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Don't say it. I love you. No. That's what I was going to say. I thought you were going to say, how's boat life? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's try that again. I love you. You're going to say it just like that? Weren't we saying something in the middle of a sentence? No. Are you sure? I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>